and a kitty. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Hi, welcome. To Couple of Critics Podcast. I'm Michelle. <laughs> I'm Sam. I was hoping you were going to take over for me. No, and our cat Oliver just walked in right as this started, so he's in here for this as well, apparently. He's our, he's our guest this episode. He's our guest. So Oliver had us listen to an album this week. It was called Meow Meow by the Meow Meows. And it was terrible. <laughs> it was just a bunch of cats f- making fucking sounds. Well, they luckily they're actually surprisingly good good guitar players because they have those claws. Hey, stop clawing up the floor you as soon as I say cat. that. You're so beautiful. If you want to come visit me, that's cool. But don't fucking... But don't use your claws that the good Lord gave you. The good Lord gave you the claws for laying down the laws. I would say that that's very true. Well, bam, I can't believe I came up with that. For hunting, climbing, and uh, I'd say hunting and climbing hearts. Hearts? Mm -hmm. He has uh, climbed your heart? Yeah, he climbed the tree of my heart and is stuck there forever. (laughs) For some reason, I thought your heart is a mountain, and I was going to ask how high the altitude was. (laughs) It's hard to breathe up there, but it's fine for sleeping kitties. Is it like Mount Everest where there's dead bodies up on the way and trash? I mean, if you want to talk about my tits, yeah. (laughs) Those are the Andes. There's definitely tons (laughs) of human waste and... uh, Boobs are kind of weird. Garbage. I mean, tell I, me about it. I don't even know my man. I know I'm a man. And I boobs do are like, weird. And I do like boobs. And boobs are cool. Of course you do. But if you, if there are boobs that pop up during a horror movie, no matter what you're doing, you stop and look at the screen every time. Yeah, but do you notice what I also do? Look <laughs> at me. I'll be like, I'll like be like, I'll look real quick, and then I'll be like, uh, uh, I'll look somewhere else. And be like, hey, I'm not looking at that. <laughs> That's not what you did recently when we watched a movie but Pills that's for- fine oh i almost i gave it away whoops that's why i was hoping <laughs> that you wouldn't say it but you're not good <laughs> you're not, bad at stuff i i'm bad at everything <laughs> everything in the world you are the definition of what they call a bad boy i'm a bad boy bad boy bad boy what, what you, you gonna, gonna do, do next what you gonna do next sambo bad boy bad boy man give me no break policeman give you no break not even i do not give you no break they lie on your police report they give you no break yeah my cop did lie on my police report i don't think you're allowed to talk about that i'm talking about it you <laughs> lied on my police report copper i was 100 percent compliant i told you where everything was right from the beginning Put me up against a wall and said, Sam, oh, now tell me where it is. That didn't fucking happen. I was really gonna I was really hoping that you were gonna say, put me up against a wall, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't. Uh he did eventually put me up against a wall, but that was later to I don't even know what he was grilling me about then. But I know the beginning didn't go like he fucking said it did. Cops. That's why people don't like you, cops, because you make shit up. See, I also You don't play know. with your power. You do, and I also don't know, though, if they just do it so much and then they write the reports later that, like, you know, my experience is for sure going to be more detailed in my head than the cop's experience because he did it six times that day. For me, it's, you know, it's been in my life for a year now, and we're still not over with it, and it's like, of course I'm going to remember everything more. That was just his, like, Tuesday. That was, like, the day I got busted, you know. For him, it was another report he had to write. So who knows what he really remembers? It's true. 
But I know what happened, and you fucking made it up. Sorry, I went on a tangent. You did. <laughs> Let's hope that the uh, guy who arrested you is, or didn't actually officially ar- arrest you, but wrote up a report and took your belongings. Mm-hmm. Um... Let's hope he doesn't listen to this. Oh, he's a fan. He told me. He writes in all the time. Writes in? Yeah. When I look at the stats on SoundCloud, I can see how many cops actually listen to it. And it's, it shows me the... I can't think of what I'm trying to say. Is it like <laughs> when people say that you... If you ask a cop if they're a cop, that they have to say yes? Is it like you have to register yourself online? You have to identify yourself? Uh, yeah. So it's able to keep those stats. Absolutely. It's, it doesn't make sense. Is someone coming into the house? I think someone is here. I'm going to stab somebody. You're going to stab them with a torch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good idea. Isn't that a lightsaber? Is that what they're basically are? I smell your lightsaber. <laughs> I don't know. Is that really what it is? Is it essentially just a torch? I've never seen those movies in their entirety. It's, I've never been able to sit through a full... It's technically a laser that has an end point. So like lasers usually uh, or always they end when they hit something correct so a lightsaber has an end point somehow i'm sure a star wars nerd could tell us the physics that they explain in the star wars universe Mm -hmm. but i know there's like a crystal involved and but fuck i don't know I think there's an anal bead in there, too. Oh, absolutely. There's like a reflection off of an anal bead from the inside that tells it how far it needs to go to stop. There's an anal bead. There's a strap-on. There's lube. Strawberry-flavored lube. Strawberry lube. (laughs) Were you doing that one country song? Strawberry Strawberry wine. Oh my god, speaking of country songs, so there is, I'm bringing this up absolutely randomly on this episode, this has absolutely nothing to do with anything that we do. Lay it on me. (laughs) By the way, we are a married couple and we review each other's media. (laughs) That's what we do, that's what this whole podcast is about. We, We share usually an album with each other we listen to it and then we talk about it. Oh yeah, sometimes a movie. And we talk about other things as well. So that aside... As I I am introducing us and all of that late in the game. I want to talk about this song. Because people always talk about, or you hear people talk about how a lot of Southern rockers or rockers in general will talk about like Little Girl and whatnot. Okay, yeah. And and they hooked up usually with like 13, 14 year old girls. And we've talked about this in other episodes, the Led Zeppelin episode and things like that. Yeah. Okay, so there is a song by Garth Brooks. Okay. Lay it on me. <laughs> There's a song by Garth Brooks that I think that people need to uh, pay attention to because no one is talking about this song by Garth Brooks and they need to be. All right. Did you think about this song recently or did you hear it? Recently? I listened to this song recently. Okay. Um, so you're listening to Garth Behind My Back is what you're telling me? I will listen to Garth in front of your face <laughs> if you want me to. Um, it's not something that happens often, but it's something that I came across and I was like, I'll listen to the songs I know for nostalgic purposes. Uh, and they're songs that I enjoy because I fucking loved Garth Brooks when I was a kid. I was going to ask, are you kissing his poster again while I'm not around? I don't have a poster <laughs> I, of him. My mom used to have a poster of, uh, fuck, what's his name? Don Johnson. Don Johnson on the inside of a Long cupboard. Dong Johnson. <laughs> you know that's true. Long Dong Don Johnson. She also liked Huey Lewis, who is oh, rumored to have a long oh, dong. he's got a huge dong, doesn't he? Your mom likes the long dong dudes. Of course dudes. she does. Most, 
Who who doesn't? It's just who gets to have one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so men this, and women. <laughs> so the song that no one is talking about about Garth Brooks. It came out in the early '90s. It is called "That Summer," and this song is crazy. Okay. Anyone who knows what I'm, ta- what I'm talking about, I'm sure there's at least one of you out there. Uh, Can you pull it up? You have a. I do actually. I have it on my phone. Well, let's hear what you're talking about. Let's. This is a rare item that we're going on here, but I hope Garth Brooks doesn't get mad because he makes it so hard to get his stuff. Oh, so really? G- well, he's, we're not going to put his name in the don't <laughs> description. Get, don't get mad at me, Garth Brooks. Lonnie Jordan. So the song pissed. is called "That Summer," and this is from the opposite perspective. This is a young teenage boy that goes and works for a widowed woman for a I summer. Okay. And it's crazy. So he fucks her, doesn't he? He fucks the shit out of her. A lot. (laughs) And this song is fucked up and no one talks about it. And if it were from the other perspective, if it was an older man whose wife had died and a teenage girl came and stayed with him to work for him for the summer Uh and and he fucked her. Yeah. It wouldn't go over so well. <laughs> but it was interesting to look at the comments on YouTube because I had to go to YouTube and see what was said. And the people were arguing. People were like, no, this is like, this is different. And if you listen to the lyrics, you would understand. So what's it called again? I'm sorry. That summer. That summer? They're getting ready to bone. Are you serious? I'm pulling up the lyrics right now. Right here, they're getting ready to bone. And it's her initiating it to this teenage boy. Of course. Even a boy could recognize. <laughs> she had a need to feel the thunder. What? what? <laughs> to chase the lightning from the sky. Oh my god. Raging in her lover's eyes. Wow. She had to ride the heat of passion <laughs> Like a comet burning bright She had to fuck this underage boy He was working for her on on her farm for the summer Because her husband died Both ends of the night I'm up all night fucking this lady And then I'm working during the day It's, it's nuts And why, uh, why have we never heard anything about this song know. before? I don't know But I can't take any more <laughs> What? Oh, is there more? You're not paying attention to the lyrics. It's, uh, I, it's actually what? Hands of leather? Ew! Oh God! <laughs> that I have ever learned so much. What the fuck? Again, imagine it from the other perspective. It's insane. And there's Trisha Yearwood singing backup vocals on him with him ah. before that was his wife when he was married to another lady. And they lell and fuv. Wow. I can't believe we're listening to a whole Garth Brooks song. Right we're not going to listen to the whole thing, but isn't it interesting? Yeah, I'm going to read the third verse. Oh. I often think about that summer, the sweat, the moonlight, and the lace. And I have rarely held another when I haven't seen her face. And every time I pass a wheat field and watch it dancing with the wind, although I know it isn't real, I just can't hit but feel. I just can't help but feel her hungry arms again. 
She had a need uh. to feel the thunder, thunder. To chase the lightning from the sky <laughs> I'm so glad I could share that with you wow. And if anyone wants to talk about that I think it's something that should be on the table wow. Because again If it were from the other perspective That would be I mean people would lose their fucking minds about that I mean, it's totally a song about Garth Brooks as a teenager fucking some old lady with leather hands. I mean, she's old. They turned to velvet in a touch, though. They looked le- old and leathery, but when she touched them, it, they didn't feel leathery. Well. <laughs> <laughs> she was just an old, lonely lady needed she, loving. She had a need to feel the thunder. <laughs> I hope that this becomes a reference between us. I- when I fuck my 19-year-old girlfriend, I see that old lady's face. I don't see that's the thing. If How he went he? to work for her, I uh, it, What does it say in the very beginning? Go well, back I up. I think to in the, the beginning. very beginning it says I'm 12. <laughs> Sounds about right. Okay. First verse. Well, not, I went to work for her that You can summer. read it to yourself and not read the whole thing nope, where it says this is just a teenage kid. kid so far from home. So, so he could be 18. He's far from home. He's left the stable. So I guess he could be I guess he could be an adult. So it's it could 18 technically or be 19. He's a legal man. It, see, I guess it could be. I didn't think about it that way. I was literally thinking because he said a kid that I was literally <laughs> thinking like a 16 year old boy still maybe technically of like consent age and he can definitely fuck like he looks good like he's cut well if he's working on a farm all summer (laughs) i mean that 16 year old boy can definitely fuck he's wearing fitting jeans he's been shucking corn he has a fucking bright white forehead from wearing a hat all summer and the bottom half of his face is tan and i mentioned this because we went to school with some boys who uh who definitely had that. They were farming boys. They were outside all summer. Except they wore the hats. fuckable part. <laughs> Michelle's like, well. <laughs> I would say that when I was a hormonal middle schooler, <laughs> everyone had a fuckable quality. <laughs> Please. <laughs> oh, my God. Later when the mics are off, I'm going to start naming names and I want to know what was fuckable about them. Dude, fuck you. <laughs> we'll, we will, I will pull out yearbooks. And I will, I will tell you. Uh, I don't want to know. I'm going to feel bad. Re- yeah. <laughs> That's why you should shut the fuck up. <laughs> you shouldn't ask for that information if you don't want it. I don't. I don't want <laughs> I it. I don't want to know who you had crushes on. I was on a, the fuckable list, so whatever. You were on the top of the list most of the time. Yeah. Bing, bong, bing. Whoa. And it's amazing how less fuckable you got over the years. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Especially when that bing bong bing thing that you just did. That was me hitting, the, like, I, I was at the carnival and I got the big hammer and I slammed it down on the thing. In but- Chinatown? No, that's where your head went. That, um, no, I'm pretty sure that that's what most people would do if they well, were mocking Chinese people. I wasn't mocking Chinese It'd be like, bing, people. bong, bing. I wasn't mocking Chinese people. <laughs> I'm not Wesley Snipes. Koreans? I don't know. I wasn't mocking Asians in any way. I was thinking of carnivals. Bing, bong, bing. <laughs> I'm not Wesley Snipes. Bing, bong, ching, chong. From Demolition Man. Okay, so Michelle's anyway. favorite movie of all time. So we already listened to a song. We haven't said anything about this album. I gave <laughs> Sam an album this week. We're 15 minutes in and we haven't mentioned this band That's once. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, we had a need to feel the thunder. <laughs> 
I had to chase that lightning from the skies, and now we're all right. She had a need to feel the thunder. <laughs> I'm so glad I introduced that bow, to you. Bow. Okay, and I could be totally wrong about that, and I accept that, that this whole beginning could have been for nothing, and that's fine. It's for your entertainment. <laughs> yeah, enjoy. Maybe. To chase um, the lightning from the sky. So I gave Sam an album, and we listened to it, and we're going to talk about it. We are. Uh, what I gave Sam was the album All Day Music by the band Wah. Guar? War. Oh, war. War. We've done war before. Now we're doing war. I kind of thought this was a weak war album, and now it all makes sense. There's no comparison whatsoever. <laughs> so I don't even know where to go with that. I did read that the war of the band kills people on stage and drowns the audience in blood. Is that not true? Do they have like a f- big fake uh, fish penis as uh, well? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's his name? Lonnie Jordan, <laughs> he definitely does. Isn't there someone named like Lil D or something like that? <laughs> Lil D? What is his name? <laughs> Lil D. <laughs> I thought that there was... Who's Lil D? <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. I see Lonnie Jordan. Lonnie Jordan's the man. <laughs> Who's Lil D? <laughs> it's Papa D. Allen. Yeah. There's someone named oh, Papa D. Allen. Thomas Papa D. Allen. I don't see Thomas. It just, to me, it says, holy shit. It says Papa D. Allen. Do you, I wonder if we, oh, uh, we do not see the th- same things because we're not uh, looking at the same I pictures. I have a Wikipedia of current members. I Leroy, Lonnie Jordan, Howard Scott, Lee Oscar, Thomas Papa D. Allen, B.B. Dickerson. <laughs> there, that was the one, B.B. Dickerson. Harold Ray Brown. Pat Rizzo. Wait, okay, maybe these people are Sal Rodriguez. I'm probably way off on Wikipedia. (laughs) Eric Burden. Eric Burden. Harold Ray Brown. Charles Miller. I see B.B. Dickerson. Remember when Harold Ramis was in it? Um, Do you remember when Meshach Taylor (laughs) flew through? I, I wish Meshach Taylor would fly through. I remember when Meshach Taylor did everything. I remember when Meshach Taylor was on TV. And yeah, that hasn't been the thing for a What's long up time. What's Meshach Taylor? Did he die? <sighs> he may have actually. Oh, that would suck. We're I would find out. I wouldn't be surprised. Hold on. Okay, Google. It's not going to hear me because it's plugged in. Hold on. Okay, Google. Is Meshach Taylor alive? <laughs> She's not speaking to me. Oh, that bitch! You I thought she was going to speak to me. Well, I'm looking it up anyway. Yeah, all right. He died um, five years ago. Sorry. Sorry, Meshach. We loved you. Meshach Taylor is dead. That sucks. Was it? What what did he die of? Cancer? Did he get the cancer? I don't know. Trying to look too much like Arsenio Hall in the 80s. Let me see. He has like the exact same hair in one of these pictures as Arsenio Hall. Hair in the 80s. I wish I had that hair in the 80s. The like cube looking kind of thing where it was very symmetrical. Remember Kid and Play? I do. I what remember was, of it. Was Kid the one with the long, the big hair? Or was it I Play? think so. I think that was Kid. Man, I don't know anything about Kid and Play, but I really liked him. I, I never saw the movies or anything, but I, I was like, look at his hair. Meshach Taylor died from colorectal cancer. Oh, so no. So that means you guys need to get your assholes That's checked the out. the same thing I'm going to die of, except for the heart attack. Well, you're basically just going to have a heart attack in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what that means? Is Sl- that called an ass attack? Just like a prolonged heart attack in your ass. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll be like, <laughs> like imagine Fred Sanford, but holding his butthole like. 
<laughs> oh, Michelle, <laughs> I'm coming to see you, darling. Oh, so I'm definitely dying first. Oh, yeah, because I'm going to I'm murder gonna kill you, you. And I'll be in jail when I have my butt heart attack. Holy cannoli. So, okay, we listened to an album by War called All Day Music. I need to make sure I get that out <laughs> somewhere in this fucking episode. <laughs> All day. So, War began as Eric Burden and War. He was the lead singer from the band The Animals, which ha- was very popular in oh, the yeah. 60s. Uh, they had a lot of hits. That's a name that is known. Uh, the Animals, at least. I didn't know the Eric Burden name before this. Did yeah, you? I did. I knew Eric Burden and War, but the only hit that I knew was Spill the Wine. Because so I guess he led the band for two years and two <laughs> albums and then left in the middle of a tour. Which is crazy. Um, but they were throwing out albums back to back. And after he left, that was no different. They finished up the tour. They recorded an album, put it out, self-titled. They decided we're just now going to be war. I guess it had like modest success, it said, is what I read. Hmm. Um, but then they decided to release at the same year, at the end of 71... Their fourth album, All Day Music, which is a much more like mellow, laid back, groovy soul album. That's it's so cool that there's a time when people just it was like two albums a year for a lot of bands. Just, it wasn't just the war. It was, of course, I'm going to bring up Zappa. Like Zappa would put out two fucking albums a year at least. Well, and granted, this is only a seven track album. But the songs aren't like short, so it's not like it was just some yeah. shitty thing that w- that they threw together without thinking about. Still a full album, like there's lengthwise. Yeah, so they're well, it's like forty minutes. It feels like a full <laughs> album, but it it does. I agree. <laughs> so um, I don't <laughs> know. It's groovy piece. and stuff, but it's it's not very long. So this probably won't be a super long episode, but that's fine. You guys probably like that more. Well, we um, did pat it with twenty two minutes already, so I think we'll be right on time. So we, uh, I think we should go ahead and roll on into this. Um, this was again. It came out at the end of seventy one. Um, I still have. 19. I I opened my. F- Phone and Meshach Taylor is just staring at me all dead and stuff. <laughs> Poor dead Meshach Taylor. Oh, we miss you, Meshach. We miss you, Meshach. Come back. We need a Meshach Taylor hologram on tour. Just doing to tell the truth. Isn't that what he was on a lot? Yeah. Yeah. We'll get an all to tell the truth hologram tour. If we'll you don't get remem- Meshach. We'll get uh, well, Charles Nelson Riley. And we're going to get Lind. Paul Lind. Paul Lind forever. And then that's the three for the, to tell the truth. If I could get a Paul Lind hologram to just like have for the rest of my life to just. You would divorce me. <laughs> I wouldn't marry a hologram. You would once you get used to it. I would just be obsessed with it. And all the time you'd just be like, oh, Paul Lind's going to bed with us again. And I'd be like, fuck yeah, he is. <laughs> You'd be like, get over, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and then Charles Nelson Reilly would be in the back just lifting up his glasses like he would do. <laughs> he, did, he did lift his glasses all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Man, old game shows so were so fun. Meshach Taylor was on Designing Women as well. As, uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, with Delta Burke. Yeah, Delta Burke. And other women, but Delta Burke was the most memorable yeah, for me being a young sexy, child when I watched it. Delta Burke. Um, but again, <laughs> it's 1971. We're going to go into a more smooth, 
laid back album by war all day music self-titled track uh, it's but smooth it is it's buttery and this was a single um for some reason i had a hard time finding like when the singles came out i don't know why really but i know that this was a single So, I just want to say right off the bat, there are songs on this that I definitely already knew, definitely already recognized, excuse me, definitely already recognized, and this was definitely one of them. Do you think it's because of me playing oh, them around you? Oh, it's definitely you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, uh, I'm sure I probably heard... I mean, you definitely heard, like, Why Can't We Be Friends, Lowrider. You yeah. had heard other war songs before yeah. me. Yeah. Because they had a huge... Yeah, they have, they've had a lot of hits. Right? Tons of hits. They're like one of those bands that like nobody knows that they know them. Mm-hmm. You, know, you could say you could talk to many people and be like, "Oh yeah, War," and they just be like, ah, "I don't know." But everyone knows Lowrider. Yeah. Oh, everyone. Everyone I knows think you're why. Can- knowing Lowrider. <laughs> I feel like that about why can't we be friends? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like those are just built into pop culture. God. So those songs oh. enough, but. That song, why can't we be friends, makes me think of Homer. I know, me too. Yeah, and it just gives me like a warm feeling for some reason. And that song is wonderful because they left a flub in the very beginning, in the very intro of it, and I love it so much. Huh. It's like, bow, 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 and it kind of like hit the... Oh, yeah, we I did played it for you. A bunch. Yeah, yeah that's right. I'm a huge fan of it because I think it's neat that they left a slight flub in there. I think it's neat that you notice beginning. something like that and that you appreciate it. Yeah. And appreciate it so much. And you're like, hey, check it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love nerd shit like that. Because so. it's at the very beginning of a very popular song, and they chose, I mean, it was clearly a choice to keep it in there. But it just kind of went off. It went, like, slightly flat, and it, but you can hear it. I wonder if they're a, uh, a band who likes to take live takes and just jam with each other. And that was, like, the best are. take. And that was, like, and everybody else was like, Hey, mine was really good, and yours was really good, except for the very beginning. Yeah. But, I mean, you could easily cut in on doing something like that. Because is it just the keyboard at the beginning? Yeah. So, yeah, they could have definitely fixed that. So, they probably liked it. We'll get a taste of that here next. I feel like it's important, after spending so much time talking about it, (laughs) that we should maybe probably check it out. But I think it's really interesting. I can't find any single information about this. It was really hard to find. I found that I found that there were two singles released because one of them was actually a big hit for them and this album kind of sparked it put them back on the charts after uh, Spill the Wine days with Eric Burden that part before with the key or the organ Mm -hmm. it reminds me of like a almost welcome to the dollhouse feel almost like a uh, John Waters and Bossa Nova yeah. CD 70s hotel kind just, of just feel. Just like a CD John Waters movie. Yeah. <laughs> Gives me a boner is what I'm trying to tell you. Hey, Michelle, I like to drink water. I, like, I just poured it all over my gut accidentally. <laughs> I see that it's wet even though you're wearing a black shirt. I can still tell. But yeah, I think that this is very um, music driven this album is they're almost like a jazz band yeah who care about the music 
I'd almost say that they're gonna put the music before the lyrics. Like they perfect the music first. And then they're like, yeah, throw some words on top. I'm not gonna put that in writing, but that's how I like to treat music. Yeah. And it shows. (laughs) With all of your success, you mean? Yeah. All my hard work. All your hard, hard done work? All my hard jerk. That's a good time. So I was going to, I was going to say something and I couldn't get back to it. Oh, okay. So one of the things about war that is interesting and uh, I think that you can tell over time in their music is that they were very um, diverse ethnically and musically. Uh, If you look at the description of them, which I think is a pretty big list of I don't know what you would say. The elements is how this is listed. The elements? The elements. War is a musical crossover band that fuses elements of rock, funk, jazz, Latin, rhythm, and blues, and reggae. And I would say that... Earth, uh, wind, fire, and water. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking plastic is in there now. (gasps) It lasts forever. Yeah. And it's just as valuable as... Was that last Tuesday they added plastic to the elements list yeah i think they added it to the pyramid the food pyramid not that long ago either because apparently it's in like everything that we eat like microplastics has Mm. made it into everything i think it's it's a ridiculous a ridiculously high percentage of fish like all have microplastics Uh, in them so they're all eating plastics and then we eat the plastics in them so we're getting plastic molecules Mm -hmm. in us yeah so we're becoming plastic people Plastic people. Plastic people. I didn't even mean to make a Zappa reference. It just happened accidentally. So, yeah, I would say with that description, that layout of the war um, genres that they infuse, I would say that this particular album relies heavily in the soul jazz. Oh, yeah, it feels that way. There's a little bit of funk, but I think that a lot of their other stuff is a lot funkier. This is definitely a, much yeah. more laid back. If you're telling, like, uh, Lowrider, right? Yeah. That's way more Lowrider is much more up-tempo, yeah, and yeah. that always makes me think of Cheech and Chong. That makes me think of a, a Cheech and Chong movie starting... All my friends drive a low rider. Um, so I want to listen to the very beginning of Why Can't We Be Friends, which is what I think is uh, super interesting because you can hear the imperfection that they kept in the intro, and I think it's really fucking neat. So here is the intro, and this song is not on this album, so I'm just throwing this in We're just there this. because again there are only seven tracks on this album so i gotta maybe mix it up a little bit yeah a little off key note i there. love it so much <laughs> big fan and now okay, i'll keep it playing okay we'll have Do to it again. I'll start it over <laughs> i think it adds character yeah now imagine homer coming in <laughs> of course you it's, are. it's his boxing entrance theme <laughs> yeah that's right he's coming in he's gonna fight <laughs> that one dude <laughs> why can't we be friends <laughs> he's coming out to why can't we be friends <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious uh, i love it homer simpson is my dad <laughs> sorry real dad but i don't think your real dad's gonna be offended he's listening right now aren't you dad 
Up there, my buddy. <laughs> Up there, my buddy. Hey, buddy. I miss you, buddy. I love you. Peace, brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I miss you, dad. God. Is that who you're really peace upping to? Who I'm really mad at? Peace yes. up. Hey, town. He or, took my daddy away from me, and I'm mad. I thought you were just maybe kissing, giving, you know, kissy peace signs up to the Lord. I was giving kissy peace signs to the guy who did the stucco work on the ceiling. <laughs> Good job, man. Nice wave pattern. Oh, I hate it so yeah. much. I hate it that so many of the ceilings look like seashells in this goddamn house. <laughs> yeah, they do. It doesn't make sense. We live in Indiana. It doesn't make sense to we have seashell patterns. Oh, my God. Ah, yeah. It's not in this room. It doesn't look like seashells in this room as much. This just looks no. like waves. This is just a, like like a late 80s, early 90s fix the ceiling <laughs> bad choice fast it's not popcorn ceiling no not as bad as popcorn ceiling because it did take some effort to do this yeah i just don't understand but it is to hide the imperfections of the ceiling for sure i feel like it would take more time to put the design of all of the swishy stucco patterns across a whole ceiling instead of <clears throat> versus just smoothing it out uh well you got to sand and that's a lot harder work than just doing something while the stuff's wet and then leaving instead of coming back and being like sanding shit sucks it does but it's fucking uh i agree i don't like it I, I don't agree. like it. I like a smooth ceiling. I if there's like anything I want you to know about me is that I, Michelle, like a smooth ceiling. I prefer it. You've said it since day one. I, I got in the car that night that we hung out for the first time ever, and you were like, hey, motherfucker, look. You mean the first time since high school? Yeah. But yeah, it was like, a look. deal breaker for me. We weren't even like romantically... It's clearly not a deal breaker if we live yet. in this goddamn house. Like, hey, if you want to hang out as friends... At, Something you gotta know. At two o'clock in the morning, I'll pick you up. We'll drive around. No one knows what we're doing. <laughs> this is a very vague conversation. We weren't fucking. We were not. But even though later I picked you up and you had picked a flower and gave me a flower for my flower, because <laughs> you are smooth, uh, and I gave it to you. I so, was way smoother then than I am now. I'm just like, hi. Hey. You don't even do that. You're like, I'm going to go skate <laughs> or I'm going to go play this video game or I'm going to go write a song yeah, and I'm PlayStation 2. I'm going to go hang out by myself is what you do now. That's the difference. Let's go on I've to truly become a married man. Haven't, I? <laughs> haven't we both? Um, and on that note, the next song, get down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is some jamming shit right here. So this was the B-side of All Day Music. Oh, really? Yes. So this wasn't an official single, which is crazy, because this is a song I definitely know and adore. This song's awesome. This song is funky as shit. Makes my, wanna, makes my non-existent butt want to move. There's something there. There's some little junk in my trunk. Little saddles. <laughs> You got pouches. You got pouches. <laughs> they look, do they literally You definitely look don't like... have a trunk. Oh, what? You have, you have little, like, like those satchels that they say that Jewish people wear around their neck full of gold. 
<laughs> you have what, two. That one South Park album. <laughs> you have two of those hanging on the back of you. I said album. Right you did, there. and I just let it go. Um, I wasn't gonna chastise you, but if you want me to, I can. Uh, please do. I don't want to. Whitney. Whitney. Whitney Houston. Crack. Cocaine. You know, of all things to have in share in common with your child, your only child. I don't think that, uh, like, the way that you die is the thing to have in common with your child. She died? Her daughter? Yeah. Yeah. They both OD'd and... I thought she just had as- brain damage or something. No, they both OD'd and fell asleep in the tub. Jeebus. Very specific. Poor Bobby. I feel bad for Mr. B. Brown. The daughter looked just like Bobby. Really? She had his uh, gap teeth. It was like... Because that's, like, very defining in his look. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she had that, too. Yeah, he's my gap-tooth brother. You have a lot of those. Madonna what? has a gap-tooth. You want to claim that shit? Yeah, she's my gap-tooth sister. Uh, well, I think she'd be your gap-tooth grandma. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Madonna. You're like 70. Oh, God, we're dead now. <laughs> you insulted the queen? Oh, wait, that's the that's Beyonce, isn't it? Queen Bay. Queen Bay. I don't. I, that's why I think that it's still just the granny of. I don't know. The granny of Yorkshire. <laughs> so war. War. I don't know much about them. I don't know either, but like. I just know that this shit is groovy to me, and I wasn't listening to this album as a whole before I decided to do it for this podcast um, but because it's only seven tracks and I knew half of the album I thought that yeah. it was fair yeah. to choose but yeah this is definitely one of the reasons why I chose this album and it's a cool angle to take too with the uh, you know some of them let's check out the rest Uh huh. and because it's so few it's not like there's a lot that we're diving into it's not a potential assault yeah, it's not a Crispin Glover situation. <laughs> That's a that Crispin Glover situation was a it's unique a, one. It was definitely one of its own. That stupid clown. I'm still sick of that clowny clown. I love percussionists in bands that get to do like shakers and like gourd type things. So they add that like extra spice. Yeah. To songs. I, I think that obviously it's not like big band style specifically, but no. they sound like a big full band. Yeah. And I like that about them. I mean, there's a, At least there's on a their funky songs like this. Yeah, there are. It's like six or seven people. And it always has rotating members, but there's always a white guy. At some point, there's, there's after Eric Burden left, there was another white guy who stepped in. That's but I don't believe that he stepped in to sing. So we got a keyboard player, guitar player, saxophone, harmonica, drums, percussion, percussion. Percussion. So it's like, like you said, it sounds like a big band, but they're not like huge. Well, it's not like technical big band. Like, 
since that's oh, like, like a style music? of music. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you meant that. I thought you meant like. Well, I'm saying it's not that. Oh, no. But it sounds like a big band. It's... I just don't want to say it sounds like a big band and someone be like, that doesn't oh, sound no. like big band music. A large band. Yeah, work? they just have like a really full sound. Yeah, with with basic uh, instruments, it seems like there's not like anything there's not wild. Like four saxophone players. There's not three trumpet players at once. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like one guy doing a horn here and there. But you do get that sometimes with like I don't know, like average white band, and there are there were a lot of big compilation groups or just very large size groups. In the seventies, uh, blood, sweat, and tears. Mm-hmm. Which, Frank Zappa ag- eventually again. They were all very like multi-ethnical, diverse you groups of to. people. That's the cool thing because you get so many flavors. Then you mm-hmm. have so many guys in there that all have uh, different backgrounds, and they're all thinking differently. It's like plus it was like peace and love that. in that time, and there was so much of that like segregation and shit happening but the people themselves always come together on their own so you're saying it was a pr move <laughs> no i'm just saying when it comes down to it most of us understand on a person to person level level that we are all just fucking humans and that it doesn't matter and a lot of times we do share a lot of the same interests when it comes to things like music and stuff i definitely like a lot of music that's not made by white people and oh man, I wonder if it heard that. I bet it didn't because you have all of that extra padding on your microphone. I definitely farted though. Yeah, it definitely made a sound that everyone in the room <laughs> heard. And will smell. <laughs> your farts aren't usually super stinky. Yeah, uh, thank you. You're welcome. My farts, I can smell when I have the mask on sometimes. <laughs> When there is air coming through a machine, the, the, you're talking about the uh, my my the CPAP. CPAP machine. Yeah, it's technically an APAP, but yeah, you're talking about the C-section machine. <sighs> so yeah, I've I, I've smelled raunchy farts through that through the mask. I am a really gassy person, and I don't change my diet based on how things affect me. It probably okay. So it's sucking air it's from outside from to the then room. filter into your face uh-huh. so yeah it's just grabbing all that it's like grabbing it it's not just it's making it come towards you but because it's the, yes, the farts butt. are yeah. so powerful <laughs> that uh it can still somehow touch the insides of my nostrils <laughs> it's just ramming it all the way up get that fart up there <laughs> yeah it's it is isn't that weird and i know that this is something everyone has talked about forever but isn't it weird how you can truly stand your own farts more than other strange. people's because when i smell my own farts and it's so powerful and, and disgusting and i just kind of giggle but like if that were you i would fucking gag yeah you're almost proud of it when it's like a really sticky one. I kind of am. And you're like, wow. It's because I like to, I think I like to dissect it. And, <laughs> <laughs> I like to be like, I wonder what made it smell like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, and then it's like you have a day and a half of those kind of farts. And then like when they start going away, you're kind of sad. I don't know. For me, <laughs> if you want to develop an intolerance for lactose, I would say that that's how my farts have been for years now. I don't do much lactating. Is that what I meant to say? <laughs> I don't think you do much lactating. I don't drink a lot of milk or have anything to do with milk. 
Yeah, you did have ice cream twice yesterday. That's true. And to, once today. And I'm thinking about it again today. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight. Yeah. I want more ice cream. Yeah. At, at midnight, I'm going to eat some ice cream. That's what I've decided. If I have like... It's a new year. If I have like mac and cheese or something like that, that's going to make me really gassy. Yeah. The stuff that I can lay down in the bedroom once you're asleep... Uh-huh. That you don't like what, smell you because you're sleeping. No, I'm just always awake. Oh. You fucking pass out pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. With your I mouth. I go to bed. It's bedtime. You pass out on your back with your mouth open, and I just fill the room with farts. <laughs> so I'm eating your farts is basically what you just All of the time. Me. But that's the thing. I get sick all the time, and you don't. So I guess it's helping you to eat my farts every night. I Yeah. I agree. Because it's you're like, building up an immunity. It's my immunity boost. And my immune system is garbage. My <laughs> my immune system is a fart, so it is not able to handle other things. So by you being sick and transferring your farts, your sick farts into the air, I then fall asleep with my mouth open like a caveman and go, <laughs> and I get the sick farts in my mouth and I get an immunity boost is what you're saying. You get pink belly and it... uh. It helps you, I guess. You know what Mel gets? Red belly melly. Red belly melly. Red belly melly. Red belly melly. Fuck you, Mel. Fuck you when you're red belly melly. All right, we're going to listen to the next song. This is when we start uh, getting less funky and we start getting real... Chunky? <laughs> sure, that's what love will do. Listen to that flute. That flute? That's a harmonica. <laughs> Aren't you the musician? Why, are you, why do you always ask me things? It sounded like a flute at first. I'm not That's here to I have talk. I noticed I just, I just ask questions when it's really just what I'm thinking. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know what the fuck you want me to say to that. It's like, I didn't really want you to say anything. I just had to get it out so that I could think of it. And that gets really dramatic here. This is the start of where I was less familiar. But this sounds... I think this music sounds similar to another song that is later on in the album that I do know. Mm. It definitely does have a tone that does come back later, for sure. Mm -hmm. But it's very dramatic. <laughs> it's, it's trying... very it's, slow. It's trying to make, like, an atmosphere, you know? It's not just a song. Mm -hmm. It seems like it's trying to really... Uh, pull you in somewhere then there's, there's a flute. the flute i don't think that was the same sound as earlier maybe it was a flute right at the beginning into a harmonica a flute into a harmonica yeah flute monica is what they call it i wonder what that would sound like i don't know if i knew anything about friends i would make a monica joke right now yeah i was trying to go somewhere with it but <laughs> i i couldn't i don't know where to go with that i love the drums in this I like the harmonies because I'm always a big fan of harmonies. But yeah. It sounds like they always have like five guys singing. It's like almost everyone sings or someone just is able to. It sounds like at least three guys. Yeah, because it could just be someone doing different be... harmonies themselves, different octaves. Could be all but of it's them. not really octaves. It's it could just be all of them. One guy's going. <laughs> no, but that's the thing you don't really hear no it's, it's not really all over the place right there it's just like a full sound that sounds like multiple voices but i don't know if it's just like layered of the, it sounds more no. like a blues that sounds like multiple voices yeah it sounds it's more like a blues callback thing it's trying to get you in like a dirty 
It's not a blues song. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But it's trying to invoke, to me, it's trying to invoke like a dirty feeling. It's trying to invoke. Invoke. It's trying for to your in, mind. It's trying to invoke a feeling <laughs> that's like kind of dirty and sad. So they're doing this like response thing that seems almost bossa nova-ish again. I've said bossa nova once already tonight, but it seems like a call and response, but slowing down even more than blues and not in a blues key. Yeah. And I've also seen like Cuban big bands do this kind of, not what we already said, big bands. Yeah. Cuban big bands where they have like a real big uh, call and response sort of vibe to it where they're like the whole band is the backup singer. That's the feeling I get out of this. Yeah, I like it. Because that sounded like multiple voices, multiple different voices for sure. Good stuff. I didn't really enjoy this song when we first... When I first started listening to it, yeah, because it's, you know, I me, mean, I'm so fucking it's kinda anxious, dr- and I just want things to be fast all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely grew on me. This part sucks, though. Oh yeah, I do not really. Sorry, saxophone players, but like saxophones played in this style, like that rom- almost romantic in yeah. quotations. It's like the romantic New stuff. York saxophone. I do not enjoy. It's like a Kenny G style almost. It's not. Not a fan. Nice. I like a I like a saxophone in a ska way, or like a fun upbeat like. Yeah, I'd say more in an upbeat way is where it's gonna be more favorable for me as well. But when it's like more drawn out like this, this is like it doesn't have a nice sound. This is like I might be ex- explaining things that people love, but like. It's so cheesy and grimy in my mind. Like pantyhose, high heels. Red Shoe Diaries. Red, yeah, Red Shoe Diaries shit with like <laughs> rose petals and like satin sheets and things blowing in the fucking wind and they have like curtains around their bed and shit. Softcore porn. Yeah. Basically God, I miss softcore porn. Oh, I miss it. Because you could use your imagination. No, because it was before I had... Like, Access to hardcore porn? <laughs> yeah, before it was like, that's what it would take. <laughs> that's when I was like, I'm still halfway innocent, but still getting support action. <laughs> still getting that dick support. Getting <laughs> the juice this, out. I remember this one really weird porn where there's like <laughs> two girls found this monk... And they found out that he had, like, a two-foot-long penis. And All so right. he, his dick would get hard, and it would, like, point him to things. And they'd be like, we gotta go that way. And then they'd, like, fuck him, too. But obviously, like, he, yeah, there was no penetration because he didn't really have a two-foot penis. And uh, yep. it was soft core, so you didn't see any penetration. Yeah. You just pretended. You just knew it was happening. Yeah. Oh, he was just like, oh, there's boobs. When there was really just hardcore rubbing. Yeah, it's just boobs and bush. Which, I mean, dry humping, those were the days, huh? <laughs> That's what love will do. <laughs> Softcore porn for you. Thank so, you. I'll take it. Basically, what I'm saying, if there's anybody out there that can figure out 
what that porno was. It had like a Western theme. Please. I need this back in my life. I remember watching the softcore porn on TV while my dad slept because <laughs> it was just one TV and I couldn't sleep. And so you he went was- downstairs? No, this was in a different house. Oh. This is a one-bedroom apartment. Oh. And he slept in the living room. Oh. And my brother was on the couch asleep. Oh. And I was just, like, watching stuff at night. And I was like, I didn't know about softcore porn being on movie channels at night. I was just like, what is this? You were just sur- channel surfing, basically? Yeah, and I thought I wanted... I Because my dad would always record um, movies that would be on... You know, like a lot of people would do. So he would buy tons of VHSs and just record like three movies, two or three movies, depending on the per length. tape. Uh huh. Yeah. And so I was really, excuse me, into the idea of all of that. So yeah, I was I was really into movies when I was a kid, more than shows, I would say. So you were scanning, and you found. Softcore porn plan? I did, and the, for me, I have no idea what it was, but it was like, there. it was like teenagers at a party or something, and this girl, like, she found some, like, lipstick, and she was in the bathroom, and she opened it to, like, put it on, and she, like, unscrewed it, and it was like a slug or something that, like, came out, and it, like, very slowly, like, crawled to her, because it was, like, something, like, possessed or whatever and she was all freaked out but like stayed in the bathroom and was just like oh uh, and it like crawled up her leg and like went in her vagina and she was all like which you didn't see that but like went up her leg you know and then she was just like yeah. and then like i don't remember if something like appeared or she like became possessed in some way but like it always freaked me out and has always made me feel weird about lipstick <laughs> because a lipstick thing when she opened it it like turned into a slug and like went up her leg and it was this i don't know it was weird this is the strangest softcore porn i've ever heard of in my life because it was like i mean there were other things that happened but this was was like the with tits in it i don't think it was a horror movie i think it was definitely softcore ish because there was something that like i don't know I, I can't really go into detail, but I know that it made me feel fucking tingly down there, and it made me feel really uncomfortable, and I kept looking over at my dad like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, what's happening? Like, he's sleeping. Thank God he's facing the wall. <laughs> like, he's not looking, and my brother is sleeping, and what is going on right now? Because I'm a little pervert. <laughs> You're naughty. That's what love will do, I guess. That's what- um, we're going to listen to one more song and take a break. Um, I had to stop this even though it rolled right into this track. There must be a reason. So from the last song, it, it rolled right into this. And this is weird. This almost, it kind of sounds like it's set up like a spiritual sounding song. But I don't think that that's what is happening with the lyrics. It's just this over and over and over and over and over. For three minutes and 11 seconds. I found this. Jesus. Okay, yeah, this was the song where he was like a preacher. But you don't really hear much about that. The Jesus stuff? Yeah, but it's more that tone that he just says jesus and he says other things just you know more lost my soul pastor tone 
Alright, so I typed in movie with lipstick that turns into a slug. Okay. <clears throat> and it brought up Night of the Demons 2. Now, when you were telling me this, I thought of Night of the Demons, and I don't remember if it's Night of the Demons 2 or Night of the Demons. There's a scene where she takes out lipstick. In a bathroom. In a bathroom. And inserts the lipstick into her breast. Ew, like no. Like, shoves it into her nipple. That's what I thought you were getting ready to tell me. No, God, no. So, I'm not having any luck with that this... That would have scared the shit out of me. Slug thing. Yeah, it's gross. It's, I think it was just some, like, softcore porno on, like, Cinemax some fucking night in the 90s, in the mid-90s. It would, it would be really hard to identify. Yeah, I know, because it's so hard to find that softcore porn I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. <coughs> you know, you could, um, because we have, I subscribed to HBO, which the price went up. That's fun. Um, they it, just keep raising the price on all of God those things. It. It's ridiculous. Pretty soon we're spending like $600 on just TV shit. And we'll be like, oh, it's cheaper than cable, but, <laughs> but buy all of these standalone things that we're yeah. going to keep raising where there should just be something that you can, I've said this forever, that you can just pick your channels some just universe. Yes. That's $3. It's $2. Yes. Won't happen. They're going to stream through the internet. They're going to stop all the cable companies. And then it gets weird here. Gets the song weird. gets extra weird here. Something actually different happens is I guess what I mean by that. Spooky. Oops. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> Kind of sounds like a bike bell. It did sound like a bike bell. I think it was. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm pretty sure that was a bike I don't bell. No, of course it was. The guy rode in, and he was like, "Hey guys, I'm here." Ding, 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 ding. Did anybody order a pizza? Then he was like, "I don't know." <laughs> that sounds about right. All right, we're gonna it? take a we're gonna take a break, and we're gonna. Are you gonna say something? Squirm from 1976. No, I think it was definitely from the 90s. We're gonna take a break. All we'll right. be back. Break time. Break, 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 break. If you know anything about this softcore porn, let me know. Either one. Mine's Either one important. of us. <laughs> I don't really care, <laughs> but I can say that I never forgot about it. So it obviously had an effect on me. It's been branded into your brain been branded through my vagina's brain my brain's <laughs> vagina either way it's there we'll be back this episode of couple of critics podcast is brought to you by privacy alone time personal space i don't care what you call it just leave me alone Uh, presenting to you 
Judd, Judd, uh, sit down. Sit oh, down with your right. grandpa, yes. Okay. Get hey, some chewing tobacco. Have oh. a spit with me, yeah. Thanks, Grandpa. Yeah, I Here will. Here you go. How you doing there, buddy? Oh, I'm doing fabulous, fabulous. Oh. Hold on, I'm going to get some chewing tobacco for me. Sure. Oh, a little pinch between the lip and the gum. Oh, I'll have to get a big pinch between there. <laughs> yeah, all right. Oh, nice one. Let me spit too. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got the kitty cat. <laughs> oh, my turn. Here go. and is also known as the Southern Dandy, Homer Simpson. Classic. Your boy looks a little soft, Mo. You do remember our arrangement? <laughs> yeah, don't worry, he'll get you three rounds. Classic episode. Classic. Classic Simpsons. Why can't we be Mo? Why can't we be Moses like? Why can't we be Moses like? Why can't I be Mo? You could if you just decided to be creepier. <laughs> and I started talking like this. I would like that, actually. Hi, oh. welcome back to a couple of critics podcast. Yeah, welcome back. Yeah, that's Sam and I'm Michelle, yeah, and we would improve Sam. <laughs> and we are currently listening to All Day Music by War. It is a very short album. We only technically have three songs left to go. Yeah, and we are already at an hour. Well, we're fine. So we're good. This is gonna be a better episode. We're killing it. People will appreciate the shortness of this. I'm not sure it'll be short. I'm not too sure it will be short. I think it will be. And I might have shorts that I sharded in. In. <laughs> that I sharded in. And then I poop and I poop and I poop. I don't it's know. thick, not thin. <laughs> These pants I sharded <laughs> in. When did I get this fucking it's dumb like laugh? It's like a new skin. When did the dumb laugh happen? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I've always had a ridiculous laugh that I believe has kind of been dumbed down more over time. So maybe it's just, um, um, maybe it's just letting things go that you don't care about. So you're not going to focus on the way that you speak. So, for example, you and I, I think we've talked many times about how we speak lazily. And we, we're not fans of that. So maybe it's part of that as well. Just being like lazy as you get older. 
so that's why you <laughs> you just kind of <laughs> let your most ridiculous sounding laugh just come to the surface surface because you don't care to like hold back anymore i just made a theory here we go i have more gut than i ever have so then when i laugh the gut puts weight back on top of the chuckle and it's like <laughs> and it just it just turns you into a clown sound yeah, basically <laughs> hey kids it's me i've always been a cross between a simpson character and a hyena so a hyena simpson character a hyena simpson a hyena simpson um, oj's daughter oh god my mommy got killed <laughs> <laughs> my mommy got stabbed by a oh dark man oh my god what it was in the dark <laughs> why can't we be friends what's up baby not much how's it going why does everything that i say end up sounding racist in some way when i don't mean it like that i literally mean because it happened in the dark it's like on the side of a house or like on a sidewalk at night and it's like a dark man but it sounds like everything sounds wrong because oj killed her and he's a black man man, so as soon as you say it's a dark man everyone's like god damn it michelle (laughs) that's not what i meant did you see me stop like (laughs) but it doesn't it just doesn't come out the same if i say it's a man in the dark I think it comes out the way you meant. <laughs> the way I meant. The mint. The way you Dan mints. Let's go back into this album. Let's go back in here. Let's go back in there. So we are listening to all day music. Again, it is the fourth album by oh. the band War. Second release of the year 1971, which is crazy. Man, you know how many times I listened to this album on Tuesday? It was all day all day <laughs> you still didn't tell me how many times all day that doesn't answer your question all right it's how many times it played so we are going to listen to the next song which is called nappy head theme from ghetto man ghetto man is that a real thing so what i read is that there is no such movie or TV show actually named Ghetto Man. So they thought that maybe it was either... It was potentially something that was planned but fell through. So they just kept the title? And they... Well, maybe the song came out early? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Unless they just wanted to have their own song that said, like, theme from something, even though, whatever, Ghetto Man is a good-sounding fake production i'm gonna go with that one i think they just wanted to say some theme from something which is an interesting idea i really wish there was a movie called ghetto man though i do too but i think this song is pretty groovy it is mostly just instrumental you get some like little voices and stuff here and there and definitely more towards the end but it's kind of just like background voices and sounds added but it's essentially an instrumental track yeah and i find this to be groovy as fuck i do too but just this part like when that background is going like i check out like 12 seconds ago when it does the like ominous sounding 
stuff. But when it gets into this, dun, 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 bang, 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 I'm back in. I'm back in. It's all over the place because I don't love the like. Yeah, I don't uh, like this. I don't either. I think it. It they could have done without it. It does sound like a theme song. Yeah. Like I can see some guy running around busting crime. Hey, oh my God, it's Ghetto Man. But I love this. I think this is groovy oh, yeah. as shit. This <laughs> rules. Yeah, this is the theme from Ghetto Man. It's the theme, Ghetto Man. It's the theme. You should watch it, whatever it will uh, be. So, when I listen to this album, I want to give you a peek into how I've been listening to things this week. Because we've been listening to multiple peek? things at one time. Yeah, we've been getting things ready for ahead of time for Busy Sam. Busy Sam! I'm... If you're listening to this podcast, I'm currently on the road with Green Jello playing ICP shows. Yay. And I would like to say I've never been a huge fan of ICP, but I love the Juggalos. They're all awesome. And I'm really uh, looking forward to playing the drooms. But what I was going to say is I have no idea. Well, one thing that I can say, yeah. based on this note that I have, whether the information is factual or not, this song was the B-side to the next single off of the album, which is the next song, but I'm not going to say the track title. You're going to wait. But this was a B-side, so it may not have been in an actual film production of some sort, but it was released in some sense. As a B-side. It's got a sitar action going on right now. Sounds it's like. all over the place. I like it. Bam, 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 That's definitely bam. something to put on and just kind of get lost. Heavy percussion doing. song. Yeah. Because you don't have to listen for lyrics or anything crazy yeah. like that. It's just like a jam song. But it's a smooth jam. It's a smooth jam. It sure is. Ooh. Which is weird because I do sometimes shit on the idea of jam bands, but I, I I think that's because the idea of a jam band is taking a song and stretching it to like 18 minutes. Yeah. And I don't think that, I mean, that just seems excessive. But having a song on its own, as this one is just a six minute song, I think it's fine. Because it does jam, but I don't think it's, I don't think it needs to be tripled. In a um, live setting. Yeah, no. And I also, in my head when I hear the word jam band, I also think of like a more hippie vibe. Yeah. More like laid back. Like, this is funky. So to me, like, funk music, even though they can go on for a long time, especially yeah. live, it never feels jam band to me because jam band in my head is like fish. And yeah. Like hippie music. It's just a different kind of yeah. jam, but it is still just instrumental music where they're just jamming out yeah. and taking turns leading and now there's just all of this as I'd mentioned before just like backing sounds yeah, where, where you don't like, get hey. and you don't get actual lyrics but you do get the it's almost like it was a blueprint of a song that they thought that they might be able to go back and add lyrics to or something. Like, I don't, I want to know the story of this, but there's not a ton of information in general that's available for this album. When you said blueprint, I scanned my brain so much to figure out a way to fit Lou Pearlman 
and blueprint into the same world, and I came up with blue pearlman print. That's a stretch. Must blue, much blue, like his belly. Blue pearl print. Does that work? <laughs> I don't like any of it. I don't like blue pearlman, <laughs> and I don't like blueprints. I I didn't know you were so against blueprints. I'm not against blueprints. I'm a big fan of structuring things and planning. I think pre-planning is really important. What if I make a blueprint to make a building that looks like Lou Pearlman from above? Are mm-hmm. you in or you in out? Am I in or am I in out? You in out? You in or you in out? You in and out? I'm a burger. <laughs> Mm, in and out Burger is delicious. I'm a burger. I've never been there. Oh, someday you will eat it and you will say, yep, it's a burger. And I'll go, yeah. Well, no, because in and out is the one who has things animal style or whatever, yes, right? And that's is. like a Thousand Island type dressing. Yes. Yeah, I would fucking love that. Yeah, you're going to want an animal style. I don't like an animal style. When I went there and some guy was like, when you go to in and out you got to order animal style. And I said, well, what's animal style? And he's like, I'm not going to tell you. Just order it. And I was like, well, I'm not going to just order it if you don't tell me what's on it. And he's like, just order it. You're going to love it. And I was like, no, I'm probably not. Tell me what's on it. It's and he refused. And I looked it up and I was like, yes, yeah, so you know, I would have fucking hated Does it. Is this someone that you knew or just someone in passing? Uh, I knew him, so- sort of. It was the first time I had met him, but they're okay. a friend. I didn't know if it was someone, like a stranger that you argued oh. with and took the time <laughs> to fucking argue with. Listen up, buddy. I'm not ordering the fucking burger that way. No, man. I'm telling you, you will like it. People love, yeah. People always talk about animal style for In-N-Out, but I don't like any of that shit. You know me. I don't put any fucking condiments on You don't like condiments in general. So I just kept being like, no, tell me what's on it. And condiments for you go as far as like, you don't like chili cheese dogs. No. But you will eat a hot dog on a bun with cheese on it but just not chili like you don't like the condiment part no and i'll even get this it gets this crazy with the chili cheese dog thing i will uh, you will eat chili on a burger uh, no well yeah but (laughs) no i will get like hot dogs with cheese at skyline Mm -hmm. and i'll get a three-way which has chili on it and i'll eat that and i will dip the hot dog with cheese on it in the chili so it ends up being a chili dog. But it's really light. It's nothing like it actually being on no, it. I don't like it being soaked into the bun and stuff. But most of the time you opt out of any sort of dipping sauce, which your yep. only option of dipping sauce ever is just ketchup. Ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like anything. I don't like barbecue sauce. I don't like ranch. I don't like Thousand Island. I don't like anything. But you do try things. Yes. So it's not that you are just like, I don't no. like it. I genuinely go, ew, that's gross. Because if we go somewhere new and they have some like of their special sauce that comes on something, you will you I'll get it on the side. You'll ask for it on the side. You won't just say no. None yeah. of that. And I think that that's interesting. Yeah. Because there's almost I I mean the likelihood that you're going to like the sauce that's put in front of you is so it's very low. very slim. I don't think I've ever liked a sauce anyone's doing me. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think it's ever happened. And that's the thing. You are you were so argumentative and probably still mostly feel very strong in your stance that Heinz is the only way to go with ketchup uh, for the most part. Not as much as I used to be, but I prefer Heinz for sure. So it's not but just... I would eat a Kroger ketchup. Well, Kroger is usually pretty good with... Yeah. 
with their, their food. Yeah, their brains I don't are like good. Hunts. I don't like Hunts ketchup. Fucking gross. Well, it's like browner. It's brown. It's like I think darker it's sweeter and or something. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I don't like it. I've always been more open to yeah. it, but because I live with you, I only buy Hunts. Um, I had a gourmet ketchup once. We did at Brew Burger. Oh, that yeah, it was us. They and that shit was delicious. That was good, but so. still ketchup. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I and I still try other sauces because I yearn for the day that I go. Holy shit! Guess what? I might like mayonnaise now. <laughs> well, and that's I think is often what it is, or it'll be kind of like. It'll either be kind of like a mayonnaise base or like a horseradish kind oh, yeah. of base, which was the last stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, so... I don't like that shit. No. Not happening. Yeah. I don't put any condiments on my burgers. I'd get the driest things. Like There's cheese pickle onion like, only. People would be like... I don't think that's dry because you get pickles and you get onions, and those true, are moist things, and the burger shouldn't be fucking dry. That's true, but people that will, like need sauces... Think I'm fucking nuts. That like, how can you even choke that down? I how like does it sauces. Even get down your throat. But there are some people who just like a lot of sauces. Yeah, they're too. obsessed with sauces. Like I know, I Cherie is always someone who, if they have, like whatever sauces they have, she will get every sauce and try all of them at least, and, and like, like a lot of it too, and right? usually like a lot because she just enjoys like saucy yeah, things. Fuck that. I don't usually like. I can eat a whole twenty piece nugget from McDonald's dry. Well, one thing that you do, you will get sauce of, actually, that's not ketchup, is if we get a steak hoagie, you will get pizza sauce. But even in that sense, we get, we both like it light. Uh, uh, I do like sauces. I like wing sauces. I like buffalo sauce. You like, well, you like. That's hot sauce and like butter. And garlic buffalo. Yeah. That shit's delicious. So we have three sauces now? Yeah. Can you think I could put that on a salad and choke one of those fucking awful things down my throat? No, there are there are a lot of people who like healthy food that don't like salads. Oh, so I'm not alone that I hate that detestable food. I love salads, but there are times when I I'm just really not in the mood for it. God, but I then wish I could when I'm in the mood for it, it's like the most amazing fucking tasting thing to me. I wish I could. But I can't just eat a salad every single day because then I wouldn't ever enjoy it. I'm jealous of you salad eating bastards. But you just don't really like a lot of vegetables in general. I don't like the taste of the earth, as I've told you. But you've been choking them down more. I was shocked when I made... Uh, It was like Italian, an Italian blend of vegetables and you fucking ate it there was like zucchini and snap peas and shit in there hopefully in like 15 years i'll be like yeah it's not so bad (laughs) instead now it's just yeah it's in my mouth Uh. well that's the thing i I made it with mac and cheese and and if you like eat it with the mac and cheese it makes it better because that makes it like cheesy vegetables yeah something good with something awful (laughs) I remember in health class, it was often said that by vagals that no. if you consume, if you need to put cheese on vegetables or butter on vegetables or chocolate and milk or whatever you need to do to at least make sure that you get your good vitamins that you're supposed to get, but you you know keep things under control, whatever, as long as you're still eating vegetables. Do you think that's true, though? Because she was a fucking nut bar. 
she was a nut bar, but she was healthy. That's the thing. She also sold us candy as a side job. The health teacher <laughs> sold candy. Yeah, she sold candy bars. Be, but she ate candy. That's the thing. You have to, you can't just restrict yourself from everything. You have to learn how to do things in moderation and but control she, your shit. But she didn't want you to. She wanted you to buy many candy bars. She was making money. How did she get away with that? I don't know, because she's sexy. She literally... No, she was not. She still is sexy. <laughs> she's still alive? Yes. She wow. still walks around. She's still active as hell. Well, good for her. She was a health teacher. Yes. She understands the importance of health and selling kids candy bars at a discount rate. But so she, she can pocket a dollar. Good for her. She's a businesswoman. Oh, I can't believe the school let that happen. Who gives a fuck? She probably had something on somebody. Like maybe walked in on fucking someone on a desk or just because she was loved so much and they were just like yeah that's just her just let her do it <laughs> she was like the baby jesus of high school oh she was they for did the often high put her in a manger in the <laughs> for the high school so loved the bagels that they gave their only begotten candy i don't know let's move on to the next <laughs> song this is all awful let's forget i said anything um this was the song that became a hit for this album this was what kind of uh puts a little more pep in the step of war when it came to their image and it had been a little bit since they had had like a real hit and this is what uh put them back out there this is, I'm going to go ahead and say, one of my favorite songs, uh, I'd say, ever. Um, I'd put it on a top 20 list. It's definitely one of my favorite war songs of all time, Slipping Into Darkness. Bang. This starts with, like, <clears throat> like a churchy, yeah. like, gospel sound. Revival sound. I love everything about this entire song. I love the beginning. And then it, it turns into, I mean, we hear like one or two more styles before the song actually kicks in because there is kind of an intro. I fucking love this song so much. I don't care if you hate it. I'm talking to you, Sam, or you people, because I know that it's annoying to hear someone just like ooze over something that they love. Like it's annoying. It's more interesting to hear someone pick things out that they don't like. But I fucking dig this song a lot. I like to listen to this part because I imagine somebody in the studio going like this. Uh, like, well, I'm doing directing a visual them. thing. Yeah, directing. Somebody, and it might have even been somebody that's singing, just going. Just you know, keeping with time. I just love how drawn out it is. They, they milk it in what I would consider a good way. They do not just rush through. They, like, get the feeling, and they get you ready, and they get you amped up. It's true. They boil the pot. Mm-hmm. I like how there's people just in the background, too, like, Woo! Yeah! Woo! I love these. Woo! Oh, I love that. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> when they took my When they took Oh, I need to hear this part. Good drum action. Oh, it's so dramatic. I love it so much. Oh, yeah. Then here we go. Uh. That makes the Bass body heavy. move right there. It does for me. 
It's so groovy. Uh, I wanted to wait till we got to this song to say it. Like, there was a section of the album that we had just listened to that I did not like. I don't. I don't want to say not like. It just okay. Lost I did not yet. like, but I don't hate it. Yeah. I just didn't. I just check out every yeah. time. I just. I understand. I forget I was even listening to an album sometimes. No, I get it. I get it. This song grabs you. Mm-hmm. And the first couple listens, I was still in such a drone mm-hmm. from the other songs. I didn't even pay attention to the beginning of the song. So I would just come in when it's like... When it kicked in. And I'd be like, oh yeah, this song. So then I started skipping songs in the last few listens. Yeah. I've been listening to it a lot more than I've been doing other albums. Yeah. Little sneak preview. I would start skipping songs and I'd get to this. And I was like, oh, so this is the beginning of this song. Okay. Which I, I should have appre- known they're saying the words, but. I appreciate the shit out of it. It's a good groove. I love the drums, that hi hat. Mm hmm. I love everything about this song. There's a I personally have nothing negative to say, so I apologize on that, there's a, on that front. I have something negative to say, and it's that Eric Burden wasn't singing on it. I didn't mean You think that. this would have been better with a white man singing? Absolutely. I mean, he had a good voice. I have nothing bad to say against his abilities. It would have gone like this. Incense and peppermint. That was not the animals. Come on now. Coco Rashad. Yeah, I love the ride tone. It's so dramatic. Yeah. And then the, I love the drum come in. I want to talk about the drum tones that... This is when they had a lot of hi-hat and stuff, mm-hmm. so you can hear like all the cymbal play. I love it. It I sounds love so good. Stuff. Yeah. His ride sounds amazing. His hi-hat sounds good. This is too, This is also when drums were like not so big. You know how drums are just huge nowadays, and they're just like the kick drum on even pop songs now, or like it's like a fucking, like fucking yeah. huge. Uh, th- this is still when drums sounded like, like real drums in a room. It's such a nice mellow groove. Yeah, I enjoy Analog, it so much. Analog, no digital replacement, no digital tone going in. I miss that real sound. So when we listen to something like this, mm-hmm. and I hear just a nice drum set with old microphones, with old mixing styles. Like puts me in the room, and the room has like a '70s look to it, mm-hmm. like the filter. <laughs> oh yeah, because <laughs> I just assumed everything had a filter. <laughs> it looked like in the movies, and like the film lines every yeah, once in a while yeah, just yeah. in the air. Uh-huh. <laughs> every once in a while, a film thing would rip, just like scratches. Someone would have to re real life. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely how it worked. When this guitar comes in, it's so good. Which they kind of give everyone their own little parts, I think. But it's neat because it's subtle. That. Yeah. But then they just kind of give everyone little bits at a time. But what? So was that a guy, or they're just going? I assume it was an instrument. 
I just did it so well that it replicated an instrument, I guess. Props to me. Wait, you did that noise? I was doing it along. I thought so. Maybe I wasn't. I wasn't looking at you, so I don't know. Chachi chachi. I get if this is not your thing, but this is so... This is my kind of no, groove. No, I like this song. <clears throat> well, I mean to anyone who's listening. Like, I get it if you're just like, okay, yeah, this is just is not my thing. This is kind of annoying, and they don't like not liking that it's drawn out, but I can really get in this groove. I think it's a strong enough groove that it doesn't feel drawn out. Some of the songs do on this album for me, for sure. Well, it's a seven-minute song. But it doesn't feel like a seven-minute song to me. That's a good goddamn groove. It's such and a good song. There's not a thing anyone can say about it, all right? And I, you can't change it. No, if you don't like it, I get it. But that for me, like I said earlier, if I came up, and I, it would be really difficult, but if I made myself map out like a top 20 list of favorite songs, which I mean, 20 is kind of, there's some room there to play with versus like a top five of having to come up with, uh, I think that song would definitely be on it's, that list. It's making the, the the stranded on an island list. I think so. Instead of like one album, taking one album, if you could take like a playlist. If I could take something to a deserted island, I would take a chicken. I think I would take dessert to a deserted island. <laughs> like a brownie. Like lots of brownies. Weed brownies? <laughs> like all kinds of brownies. I saw a recipe for sweet potato brownies. Would you eat those? I probably would. Sounds gross to me. Because I like, I'm a big fan of like zucchini bread. Yeah. And twat not. Wait, wasn't zucchini bread that bread that I was like, I don't like this. And then you made it and I was like, this is good. Yes. Okay. But people will make like chocolate versions of that. Yeah. And that sounds better. And things. I mean, it, and some people will be like, "Yeah, oh, you can't you taste it." That. But <laughs> it's the idea of adding vegetables Ew. to where you can't really taste, but it makes it better versus it being just plain heavy bread, which is awful for the human body. But it's one of the most delicious things for the mouth. I want a radish cake. That sounds horrible. What? Do you know what a radish tastes like? Yeah, delicious. You don't know what you don't know what a radish Fuck tastes yeah, like. I know what a radish tastes no, like. you don't. Because based on what you dislike about vegetables and how they taste like the earth, yeah, and how they're not comforting and taste yeah. like you know potatoes and yeah, I want it fried to taste things. Like meat. You're not getting that with a radish. What are you talking about? Every time I've eaten a radish, I've said, mm, "This tastes just like a chicken." Mm-mm-mm. then i want to know where you get these radishes because every radish i've had has a very distinct taste that tastes nothing like anything you would enjoy well here's how i get my radishes I... do you pull them out of the ground and throw them at bad guys like in mario super mario 2 no that's onions <laughs> exclusively for me but here's how i get my radishes i capture a chicken and i cut it into pieces and i fry it up and that's a radish right you don't know what things are. <laughs> if there's one thing I've learned from doing this podcast, is that things, you don't know them. I don't know them. 
but I sure will blow him. <laughs> and speaking of that, let's listen to the last song. Let's do it. Baby Brother. Ew. <laughs> so this is a weird one. Baby brother? You are a baby brother. I don't have a baby brother. I almost did. You actually kind of technically do. My brother would technically be your younger brother. Oh, I miss my baby brother. But he's been around almost never, so it doesn't feel like the that. Other day. On what? The house phone that doesn't exist? Yeah, exactly. The rotary phone. So this is a live recording from uh, some live show. I don't know. This is interesting. This is a long song. This is almost eight minutes long. Um, this is a boogie that they decide to do. Yeah. Here we go. Let's boogie while. Let's do it, baby. So this was something that I think that they worked on for a while because this was reworked into another song that was yeah. recorded onto a later album. It sounds nothing like this. And I believe it was a, a single. This was? Or the song you're talking about the that got reworked? The song that it was reworked okay. into. Yeah. I'm going to just say it right off the top. I did not enjoy this at all. It's so weird and out of place. It's like a bar song. It is like a bar song. It's boring. It's long. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's as bad as you do, but I think it's really out of place and weird. Yeah, I don't need it. And I also don't want like a big concert thing in the middle of this album. Like, not I, in the middle of the end of the album, but... It's a weird vibe to just so throw a live strange. song at the end, like a live recording at the end of an album to me. Uh, I think it totally changes up the vibe of what you're doing right there. All right, I figured it out. Okay. This is a recording from the very show that Eric Burden himself left. He left right in the middle of the set. They're like, uh, all right, uh, we're going to try a boogie for a while. And this is what happened. A hunk of shit I call whatever this song is. Baby brother, which is what you are. I'm a baby brother. You're Bob's baby brother. I'm being mean about this song. I just... It's really not I terrible. Do it's not just, like, it doesn't belong on this album. I don't like bar-sounding songs either. Well, there's certain door songs that like I don't like parts of them because I'm like, eh, it sounds like a bar. I move so much further away from the doors the older I get. Like, yeah. every year, I am <laughs> so less interested in the doors. And I don't know what it is because I used to love them. I still own multiple doors albums. I have no interest in listening to them. <laughs> I have, yeah. I, we, you never just like put it on to listen to the Doors. No, and I used to have like a Doors shirt and shit, and like I was really into them, but it was just a phase for me. I'm not gonna say that I don't like the Doors. Just, I don't hate them. It's I'm just, just not something you put on. No, not at all. Not for me. It's almost very adolescent. I feel like it's a stepping stone. And, and figuring things out. At least for me, that's what it was. And I'm. it's fine if other people are into it. But for me, it, it maybe helped me. Like It was just to fill in during that time when I was listening to a lot more like psychedelic rock from the 60s and such. I bet there's a lot of doors that I would prefer to hear over some others. And I bet I would be more into them again. Because I remember there was a lot of songs that like... A lot of the radio hits are hard to listen to because well, I've heard them a hundred thousand times. Yeah. Like, you know a song truly I haven't heard in a long time? And I don't know if it was a hit or not, but you know that song where it's like, uh, She lives on Love Street 
lingers long on Love Street. That's called Love Street. She has a house and garden. I would like to see what happened. <laughs> I have a distinct, distinct memory of being on the playground at the primary school. Singing that song as a child playing on the playground. That's so weird. Yeah. Was because your she mom. She has a house and garden. My voice was deeper then, of course. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> of course, that's what happens with the human body. Uh, the my All my relatives love the fucking doors. Like, they do. If they heard us talking the way we just did, they'd be pissed off. Yeah, but they also would be pissed off. Be based on how we feel about Neil Young. They think that he that's is like true. God. That's true. But like, that came later in life, but true. But they like a lot. They like Hendrix, and I can yeah. agree on Hendrix. Yeah. But like, yeah, they had certain people that were gods. It was Jim Morrison, Hendrix, Neil Young. Mm-hmm. That's those were them. like the main three. Yes. So when I was growing up, they had like all the albums. They had a book of like all the lyrics. Jim Morrison was brought up all time. My cousins had posters of Jim Morrison up in their rooms. Mm-hmm. So it was always in my life. My other cousin carved the Doors logo into his wooden table. Are they going to say it's like his leg or yeah, something? Yeah, that too. <laughs> but at the underside of his penis. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. So did he do it backwards? No, it's correct. You got to look at it from underneath. It's correct when it's erect? Yeah, it's correct. Erect correct is what they call that. When I, it's correct when it's erect, erect I, correct. I think that's just what most dicks are referred to. So, a Doors heavy Doors... <laughs> Heavy Doors obsession. And, uh... So I knew it from a very young age. Yeah. So I'm literally walking around. She has a house and garden. Well, your mom also likes The Doors, because, you're again, your mom likes rock music. My mom does like rock music. And I still do like The Doors, too. I feel like I shit on them a little too much, but... I don't shit on them. I don't hate them. I just don't, like I I said, I I don't want to listen to them. (laughs) <laughs> I just don't choose to listen to them. Like, I don't want to hear it. Well, but, the next album, Michelle, is uh, Dora's album. But it used to be <clears throat> on my playlist. It was in rotation. It was with other things, and now it's, it has definitely fallen out of the yeah. rotation. But there are songs that I still enjoy, mm-hmm. and I, I think that I haven't gone down a rabbit hole with them in a while, and that, that could be the thing. You that, could get back. That I need to I need to go out of my way and seek out those songs that aren't the ones I know. I don't never need to hear Light My Fire again. Yeah. It's you gotta go out like and that. seek out. I need to seek out. Yeah, that's what you said. You're gonna see some gout. One time in New Orleans with the band, the high school band that is, my friends and I walked into this like high item like collectible store. And we see a signed Jim Morrison, Morrison Hotel vinyl record. Daniel Beasley freaks out. He says, "If it's not too much, we all should pull up in our pull up our money and buy it." And he's like, "I'm gonna ask the guy how much it is." Oh my god! He asked the guy. He's like, "It's a uh, 135." And we're all like, "I'm just making that number off the top of my head." Okay. He's like 135, and we're all like, whoa, we could look, we look at each other, like, we could totally afford this. And like, we'll totally all four share this Jim Morrison sign down. That's yeah, cool. How? I don't know. We'll just leave it at someone's house that's responsible and go <laughs> look at it. And then uh, the guy goes, 
135,000. <laughs> and then we're all like, oh, okay. We shouldn't be in here. And then we just turned around and left. Yeah. But it had some really cool That's shit crazy. in it. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. $135,000 or something like that. It was crazy. But we thought he meant $135. Well, these stupid boys. We were. I'm just saying that's probably what he was thinking. You ever, you ever have those? Oh, he, he probably kind of enjoyed it <laughs> that he could be like, hmm, <laughs> hmm, <laughs> twist his mustache. Dummies. Uh, isn't it funny that like, my God damn, I don't remember what I was going to say. Carry on. <laughs> my wayward son. We are going to take a peek at me and baby brother, which is what that long winded boogie was whittled down to. Oh, cool. Cool. In, into this uh, groovy, soulful tune. Same band, me and baby brother. Totally different. Yeah, like, way better. Ridiculously different. I love this song. Can you turn it up a little bit? There we go. It's hard to believe yeah, that that's the same better. song, but if you actually listen to that song that we were talking over, you can kind of hear this a little bit, but it's it's just done differently but you do kind of hear like but it's just you know it does not sound like the other song at all no this actually makes my body move it's interesting that it was worked into this oh yeah but it's weird that it started how it did this isn't out of the ordinary for war this is a war sound the other the baby brother song in itself was unusual for war. And what's this song called? Me and Baby Brother. They just added me and. It's so groovy. It's so much more interesting. Mm-hmm. It even sounds more like a group in this one, too. No bar feel, which I oh, appreciate. Thank you very much. And this is one of the songs that I would hear. Because... I've always heard war on, you know, different mixes and things. You've always heard war! Huh! Abrasive! What is it good for? I just rubbed my titty on the microphone. Oh, ho, ho. Well, speaking of oh, ho, 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 um, we are finished with the album. We are to the point of the podcast where, um... <gasps> We gotta go over some questions. What you got? All right. So, Sam. Hi. I'm gonna ask some questions. Okay. I'll listen. That makes sense because this first question is for me. Michelle, why did you choose this? Yeah, Michelle, why did you choose this? So this is not an album that I have listened to in full until uh, preparing for this. Yeah. Um, I may have actually listened to it one time. One time. (coughs) Jesus Christ. I have such a tickle in my throat. Oh, no. Someone call the ambulance. (laughs) Call an ambulance. And be like, she has such a tickle. She's got a tickle in her throat. Call an ambulance. Okay. Woo, woo, woo. Here we come. Here we go. Hi oh. there, I'm from the ambulance again. I think we've met before. You got a tickle in your throat there, guy? I think I'm done. Why don't you go ahead and lie down and we'll get you this uh, thing here. And I'll wait. Oh, hold on. I don't care anymore. I'm leaving. Bye. Bye. 
I think I just... That's either a pubic hair or that came from your beard. It's hard to tell, but I just pulled it off my shirt. Sweet. Anyway, so why did I choose this? Again, I did not... Um, I definitely haven't listened to many war albums in full, but I thought that this one was really good to choose because it is short um, and I do know like half of it out of the seven tracks and uh, some of the songs on here I love so very much that I thought it would be worth it to sit through some, you know, some songs that maybe aren't as easy to listen to. So that's why I chose it. What do I think you thought when I gave it to you? Um, I think that you are familiar with the band. You didn't know what songs would be on here, but you probably thought it would be pretty simple, I assume. What do you think your judgment was? Well, what I know my judgment was, was I know I know what this is, but I don't, I can't put my finger on it. So when I listened to this album, I was like, oh, this one. With these songs. I know I these songs. I said that earlier about people not knowing War did that many songs because as you were telling me the amount of songs they did, I was like, oh, that's War? Oh. So I spoke for myself and gave it to the rest of the world. Yeah. Let's give... Uh, I'll give a quick rundown, which I said earlier, but songs that they are known for aside from, which I would say Lowrider and Why Can't We Be Friends are big ones. We have The World is a Ghetto. Cisco Kid, Spill the Wine, as I had said earlier, Slipping into Darkness, Me and Baby Brother, um, All Day Music, Where Was You At, Where Was You At's a big one for me, um, I love Get Down as well, but I think that they have... Is that get Down, Get Down, Get Down, Get Down? No, that was on this album. That's oh. early in the morning, oh. before you eat your breakfast, you gotta, you gotta get, get down. down. So, for me, I don't know. I think that they're great. Super cool is your poop stains. I'm a big fan of a lot of their hits. So, uh, how many times did I listen to this? I would say I probably gave it a good maybe eight listens. An eight. I have been trying, I think... And again, it depends on the content, but I'm trying to push myself a little bit harder for this because I think sometimes just hitting the bare minimum isn't quite enough. Justice being given to the music itself doesn't really give you enough time to fully submerge yourself into it. So, which again, I kind of knew this and kind of didn't, but I, I definitely wasn't as familiar with those two songs in the middle or maybe even three songs um but still i i think that i try i tried to push myself more i don't i I didn't skip any songs on the listens like i know that you said that you did yeah i eventually started to but that wasn't my it's not how it started so do you know how many times you listened to it uh i'm gonna say in full about four times Uh uh-huh and then put it on and skipped around probably about seven or eight. Wow. Because the songs that I like, I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, they got really good grooves. And I like good soul, funky music. I like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I just, there's some songs that I think were boring. And that bar sound, I fucking can't stand. Was so. it? But is it really only like two songs that you enjoyed, though? Enjoy? No. I enjoy like the first three. 
You liked all day music. Yeah. And I know, I'm sure you like Get Down. Yeah. But that's what love will do. Yeah. I didn't at first, but then I listened to the drums. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I like the music in it, even though it, and it has that cheesy ass saxophone. That's the only part I don't like. Yeah. But yeah, no. I like more than I didn't like. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Are you surprised by the amount of listens? Yeah, I am. I really am. But again, this is kind of easy because it's not a long album. It would have been fewer listens if it were double the amount of tracks. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> do you know what your least favorite song is? I think you do. I assume that you do. What do you think it is? I assume it's Baby Brother. I think that you've expressed that there's a bunch of distaste. We'll go ahead and play it because you're correct. I do not enjoy that song. You don't like that like bar sound or whatever? No, I don't like the bar sound. I don't need to hear the... I don't know. I do enjoy live recordings on stuff, but for some reason don't enjoy it here. I don't... I don't know why I have a distaste for it like I do, but I do. And I would stop the album eventually. I just don't need to hear that fucking shuffle for however long it is. Yeah. I don't like bar bands. <laughs> I don't like like roadhouse blues kind of stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. If if like if you can imagine a person behind chicken wire getting bottles thrown at him, I don't like it. Chicken wire. Like you can't imagine Ice Cube okay. behind Chicken Wire at a bar getting a bottle thrown at him. No. But you can imagine George Thorogood <laughs> behind Chicken Wire in a bar with a bottle getting thrown at him, right? Isn't he bad? Yes. bad. He's also when I drink alone. So my least favorite song is not that, even though I usually I typically agree with that mindset. Yeah. Um. Oh my god, I didn't know I was getting right in on the saxophone part either. But you nailed it, perfect. That's what love will do. Really? It's your least favorite. Yeah, and I think it's because it brings this like '80s cheesy saxophone sound. It's not even '80s too. It's 1971. Yeah, but in my mind, and it's probably just '70s too. But I go straight to like the Kenny G, like easy listening, cheesy saxophone sound that just kind of turns me off. Do not enjoy. So, hold on. But I don't hate this part. That part. But yeah, it's good, but that other part is just not... It, it really takes me out of it. And I think that the song's a little long. I don't think that song needs to be seven minutes long. And they could have cut out that whole saxophone solo. They really could and should have. But they didn't. And I just wanted something different in there because otherwise it would have just been that groove the whole mm-hmm. time. But I would have been fine with that because then they could have cut off a little bit of that too. But then it wouldn't... I mean, the album itself is only 40 minutes. So if they were shaving stuff off... Maybe they should be releasing two albums in one year. (laughs) Maybe they should put more than seven (laughs) tracks on in general. Or just, you know... Put one album out and put all of them on one album. Or if you're only going to put seven, put seven solid fucking songs. Seven solid. They thought they were solid. That's the thing about making music. You don't know. 
There must be a reason why they only chose seven. So, do you know what your favorite song is on this? Uh, I definitely do. You definitely do. I don't, I gotta see the list. Hold it up for me. Okay. Well, ignore why can't we be friends because that's not on it. It's Get Down. Get Down. This is a fucking strong one for Michelle here. Strong one for me. So the grooving. bass groove is great. The hi hat is fun. And then he'll switch to like, there it is, that ride. He's just hitting that one ding at the beginning. Good drum work. I was gonna say I was listening to albums this week. Yes. In certain ways. So like, the third time I listened to it, I was like, okay, I'm only listening to the drummer. So I would just. I'm just paying attention to the drummer. I'm not, not the whole time because I would forget that's the goal. But when I remember, I'd be like, okay, listen to him again. So I was picking up like intricacies that certain players had. Yeah. And this drummer is awesome. He does a lot of cool hi-hat stuff. I absolutely love this song. I think it's great. There you go. It would easily be my second favorite so what's on your the first? album. Well, it's pretty fucking obvious. <laughs> I, I went so hard into this song. It's slipping <laughs> into darkness. Yeah. But it really, it's such a good groove. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. And the vocals are really cool. It's like group vocals the whole time, mm-hmm. almost. Except for when the guy kicks in later. I got a wife and a baby. Oh, 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 oh. I love this song so yeah, much. Yeah, it's grooving. So slipping into darkness is an easy one for me. Into darkness. Is that about a vagina? I was going to say it might be your ash hole. Oh. Mine's bright inside. I keep a bulb up there. Well, that's why... It's like a refrigerator. If you open it, the bulb comes on. Well, maybe the times that the bulb has gone out, people slipped into the darkness. I guess I haven't checked to see if it's been out. Oh, God. The darkness. (laughs) Okay, so um, how old was I when I first started listening to this? So the album has... Okay, so I do smell sour feet. It wasn't just... Oh, yeah. My dogs are out, baby. Oh, my God. They yeah. bad? I mean, I noticed a smell and I was like, that's not like my breath or something. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm over here like sniffing the outside of my lips and stuff. Like, <laughs> is that me who smells like sour feet? Like, my mm. breath has never smelled like sour feet. Nope. And thank goodness it's not me. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something about my foot stench because I knew it was going to happen. I could smell it, but yeah, I I didn't know what was going on. My feet. We're sweating. So, um, <laughs> I've been listening to this music, like some of these songs, for years. Uh, definitely in my adult life, though. War has come in when I have tried to find more things. Because I, I always enjoyed like R&B when I was younger. Yeah. But then as I got older, I went soul deeper yeah like into old rhythm and blues not just like 80s and 90s um do you remember what 2000s was first for you in the war world like can you spot or think of a song that was like well this is what made me search out other war songs or did you just realize like oh war did that and war did this and war did that i think it was that i think it was listening to because I would listen to a lot of radio stations, a lot of like Pandora. Yeah. And yep. there was this, okay, so back in the day, 
it was god was it stumble upon it may may have been stumbleupon.com okay one of those like board websites that just helps you find things on the internet and yeah it was that and it was i think i had shown it to you at some point but it almost looked like it, it almost looked god what is the word like astronomy based it almost looked like a sky. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And it about. was like if you would put in an artist and it would like branch out yeah. and show you all these other artists. So I was just always really interested. In, like there was a chunk where I was just so thirsty uh, to try and find new things and new stuff and new stuff. So yeah, just just building from listening to radio stations and whatnot. Um, but I don't know a specific song. I don't know the first song that mm-hmm. brought me in. Because uh, I feel like I didn't realize that they had done so much. I, I mean, I knew Why Can't We Be Friends. I knew Low Rider. Why can't we be friends? Yeah, I didn't realize this was... Ah, excuse me. They have a lot of different sounds throughout their time. They don't... Not everything sounds like those songs, so it, you can't equate it all. Yeah, I don't think I... It would be hard to peg and be like, oh, that's war. Uh-huh. Until I, like, now know. Mm-hmm. I don't have to... I, you know, Rolling Stones or... Some band like that, you can be like, you don't well, even need Mick to. Jagger's voice. You don't even need to know the fucking song. Mm-hmm. You can even hear just the guitar playing. I think you can be like, yeah, that's that's the Rolling Stones or that's, you know, take your pick, Eric Clapton, whatever. But so, War, it's like, I know that song and I've known this song forever. Mm-hmm. But I would have never even said that like Lowrider and, uh, what's the song you're just bringing up? Oh, uh, Slipping Into Darkness. No. The fucking why can't we be friends okay i would have never said oh that's, that's the, the same, same band per- yeah. never would have known that would have never thought that it's pretty cool though yeah i think so um how did i originally feel about it i always loved these songs that i knew but um i guess i could say like originally since this album as a whole is newer to me um i don't love the whole thing and you know upon listening to it this week and i did listen to all of them but i might not listen to every track yeah. in the future yeah um what so, were new songs for you that's what love will do there must be a reason so it was just those two really okay. for the most part um i i had heard baby brother before but i thought that it was me and baby brother when i saw uh. that and then i was like wait a second i have heard this before but this is definitely not what I thought that it was going to be. Yeah. So, I mean, you can say maybe three, but I I definitely heard it in some, like, way at some point yeah. before. Um, but I may have given this a listen in the past. Who knows? I have no idea. Um, would I recommend it today? I think it depends on who you are. I don't think I have a lot of people who would be interested in this. I, I don't think they're... Like, even if I decided, yes, I would, I would be recommending it to no one who would want to <laughs> listen to it. So I don't I don't know how relevant that question even is. It's, it's one of those is. ones where it's like, you should listen to it, but they never will. No one ever would. Yeah. I don't have many friends who enjoy uh, rhythm and blues and soul like I do. Really. Rhythm and blues. Uh, would you ever listen to this again? Uh, I would listen to songs with you. I'm not going to put it on. Nope. Not as an album, but yeah, you probably would never put Get Down on. I'm not going to put any of the songs on, no. All right. So 
we are finished with questions. questions we are have done. next week to talk about. So we are having another guest. It's guest time again. It's guest time, and we are having a first time guest. First timer. Zach Broering, who ah, is a friend of ours. He is also a musician, so I think that he is a great person to have. It's always nice to have musicians, and because a lot of these people are either friends with you from music-based things or our friends from growing up, it seems like a lot of people who we know in general are um, artistic people. Yeah. In one way or another. It's good. So a lot of the people who we've had on here are either like super into music or are actually like performing music. And Zach is someone who definitely performs music yes he is so i think that he's going to be a great guest and he regularly performs he might be one of the most regular i mean along with like tom and maybe travis and you like he might be one of the main people who perform the most who we've had on here i would say yeah that's actually 100 percent true because ryan bag doesn't perform he performs with me every once in a while yeah but not regularly and like not as ryan bag ever so he's not like seeking things out anyway <laughs> zach i just again i think he'll be a great guest, guest so you should definitely listen he's giving us an album by a band that you definitely called because we know that this is a favorite band for him um, he's told me to listen to this band many times before ever before we had a podcast well he would just see me out in public and be like you need to check this band out well he gave us a specific album and that album is anchor drops by umfries mcgee umfries so we will be talking with zach you should definitely listen i think it's gonna be a great episode i think it's gonna suck you think everything's <laughs> gonna suck that's just because you like sucking boys uh, no i don't i lick boys lick well, we appreciate you all listening to this episode. One, a two, a three. I you suck, bite the butthole? I suck dicks just like that fucking owl eats Tootsie Pops. A three. Aggressively? Yes. And with pleasure. And a, Only your pleasure. And I look like an owl when I do it. I dress up like an owl. A smart owl with the glasses on. <laughs> and it wasn't there like a graduation cap or something? I feel like something? there was, but I wasn't going to say it. But yeah, you see that too? I feel like there was a graduation cap. All right, we're going with to it. To show that he was super smart and Ooh. was supposed to be like an educated owl who, who would yeah. have the answer. But because it was so irresistible, he didn't. He just couldn't do it. A was one, that the selling part? A two. A point. three. <laughs> a three. That's how I always said it. All right, so Classic. we are appreciative of you listening to this episode. Yeah. We are appreciative of you listening to all of our episodes that you yeah. listen to. And um, this wasn't a short episode at all. It was not. <laughs> Thanks for listening. So we appreciate you putting the time in. Follow us on social media. We are Couple of Critics Podcast. We are on Facebook. And we are on Instagram. Bye-bye, everyone. I love you more than I love my mother. That, that was a lie. I don't like any of you. Bye. Plus, I really love your mother. Yeah, me too. She's a saint. You're all evil monsters. But Winetta Isard is a saint on Earth. But you are all buttholes amongst this planet I call Earth. I don't mean it. That the I angel you of your bye. mother walks upon. Huh? That your mother, who is an angel, walks upon. I said bye. Bye.
Yeah, you said bye a lot. Bye. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Lou Pearlman.